Hello friends, on today's episode of Life After High School, I sit down with my good buddy Brett to talk about what it's like to be born and raised in Los Angeles, California. We compare the differences between the upbringing in the United States versus the upbringing in Canada, in the school systems, and in childhood. Also, Brett and I talk about what it was like to go through post-secondary education for a Canadian and for an American, and Brett also talks about what it was like to go from a college dropout after one year to going through a bunch of really crappy jobs to living and traveling all throughout Japan to now working in a high-end luxury car rental place in Los Angeles, California. So if that interests you guys, please enjoy the episode. Cue intro. This is Life After High School. It's the Life After High School podcast. All right, dude. Cheers. I appreciate your time. I'm looking forward to learning from you. So, you were born in LA, right? Yes, sir. Born and raised. Now, how do you think, or how is that different from being raised here in Canada? Like, tell me about your upbringing, mm-hmm. and then I'll see where it's big and drastic. Be well, different. I think the difficult part about that is that LA is so diverse that any household you get raised up in could be significantly different from the other one. So even uh-huh. my neighbors all had completely different upbringings. Right. Um, but I was raised uh, originally, like I think I was I was born in West Hills Hospital. Um, it's West Hills is a small suburb in the yeah. greater uh, city of Los Angeles. And, uh, <laughs> and basically I grew up in a small gated street, like a single street, and uh, I guess the housing association all got together, got a nice little gate to go in and out of. And uh, I was kind of sheltered, didn't really get to leave that gate, um, mainly because I guess it's not, I don't know how it is in Canada, it's not always the safest if you're a kid walking around. Um, really? Like just in general? Yeah. It's uh, usually kind of frowned upon. Like you're not going to see that. Yeah, what, you're not gonna see where do you define kids? Like teenagers, yeah, they do. They roam around and explore, but young kids, no, never. Yeah. Never. Maybe with a parent? Even teenagers, you don't see them walking around. Really? Like alone, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of interesting because it's just a little dangerous. There's a lot of weird people. I had a, I had a garage sale at my house once, and I said it starts at 8 a.m. I had a guy come to my house at 5 a.m., and they went through my gate, which is closed. And then said, <laughs> uh, hey, uh, yeah, my wife sent me here. I was looking for some bikes. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, it's 5, 5 a.m. I couldn't make it for 8. Like, like, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> you just get weird people like that. Like, it's just, I don't know. Just, it's sketchy. Something simple really? from a garage sale, eh? Because mm-hmm. I've never done a garage sale. Because I don't have a garage. Like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Why is that? You get some weird-ass people. And they try to barter like crazy. Yeah. And like, let's say you have like a, like a GameCube or something, like a Nintendo 64. Yeah. And you value it. And you know it's worth 25 bucks. They're going to fight you for 10 bucks. They're going to try to convince you. Like, this is why it's $10. And they're like, yeah. They go hard. Yeah. Oh. Dude, they're professionals. Wow. They're professional garage sale like, experts that go around to every garage sale in LA, and probably in other cities too. <laughs> yeah. And just hustle. They're fucking, dude. They're fucking yeah. They're what? Really, yeah. This is literally how they make their living. I believe it. I should know. Is this like yeah, serious? Like the guy came at five in the morning. He wants to get there before everyone else, and he thinks that if he gets there, he can sometimes pressure someone into like selling to him early so he can get like first dibs. Weird. Yeah. Really weird have the whole day. day. That's the weird part. Yeah. yeah. Fucking first come first serve. First come first serve. Honestly. True. So, it's like there's a lot of uh, there's big like shoe flipping. I guess. Really? Says, yeah. Like a lot of kids and a lot of I guess like twenty year olds, or like people in like their twenties to thirties will go and they'll flip shoes. There's a huge market for it there. So they'll buy like some like Jordans or something like that for let's say four hundred. No, this is just like an example. Yeah. And they'll flip it for like a thousand or something. Um, yeah. So Online? Stuff like that. Or yeah, even in person? Yeah. Both. Both. They'll, they'll oh. get like first, they'll wait in line for a day or two or they'll get like some pre-order for some shoes that they know are going to just go up in value within like a short period of time. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of flippers basically. Wow. Especially in LA. So many people selling things like in all times. So really? It's like an entrepreneurial... Uh... Oh, we're all entrepreneurs in LA. Everyone's an entrepreneur. <laughs> Everyone's going to make it rich, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, and now do you find that rubs off if you're amongst that kind of a group in your upbringing? Yeah, well, I fully believe that the, I think it's like a generic statement, a lot of people, like, I don't know if you know, like, Ty Lopez, or anything yeah. like that. A lot of people... Not personally, of course, yeah. but... 
Yeah, me neither. Um, <laughs> but they'll always say the closest people that you kind of, uh, your three closest friends will probably have a great influence as to who you're going to be. So if they all want to go out partying all the time, and that's the environment that you're growing up with, and that's who you're always being influenced by, that's who you're always talking to, that's all they want to, you're probably going to end up kind of following that vibe, that makes right. sense. Yeah, versus absolutely. if you're surrounded by people that's why growing up in like a, a nicer neighborhood you're probably more likely to be more successful because you're surrounded by people who are working hard and then they're they're always trying to like if all your friends are i have like major add so i apologize dude me too let's so i'm gonna drop subject to subject perfect but uh long story short let's say that you're friends with a guy who's always pushing like always pushing themselves to like the very edge yeah of like and like or maybe your three closest friends are all like that and you just want to sit around all day but they're yeah. going to be the ones who are like no come on get up we're going to go do yeah, this get your ass moving it's cool it, it, it makes a huge just like family upbringing it makes a huge uh, yeah huge impact in your life that one i almost wonder if it's yeah because then at that point it's family upbringing and when you're not with that family upbringing bringing you're with those three people i think after the age of 12 technically is around there is when you're actually more Basically, the parenting doesn't really make as much of a difference anymore, and your close friends are the ones who are this. I think I've heard that. No kidding. Online. And then no, that's where it's that. purely your friend groups who are going to have the biggest influence. And um, I think that's true. Like in middle school, high school, you form cliques, and they kind of right. kind of get you to do whatever. Do you guys have middle school? Yeah. Yes. Okay, what's that like? Uh, oh, you don't have middle school? Dude, we don't have middle school? Wait, what the fuck do you have? Okay. Oh my god. Here we go. <laughs> what the hell do you have? <laughs> we have, this is crazy because I didn't, like, I kind of figured. It's like complete uh, ignorance on that one, but yeah, that's it. Like we have JK, right? Junior kindergarten, senior kindergarten. That's third uh -huh. age four is junior kindergarten, and then you have grade one to eight, and that's elementary school. Mm -hmm. Then we have grade nine, ten, eleven, twelve. That is the premise of the show called high school, and then we have after high school, where what? we have university or college or whatever a lot of people go into work or a lot of people go if not school they go into jobs that they have or the odd person goes back and redoes the last year of high school whether it is for reasons for they want to live out relive those last moments of a sports team or they want to actually use that to help them and then they by raising their grades and stuff like that uh yeah, we, yeah, no, uh, elementary school ends in fifth grade for us. Maybe what? for some people, sixth grade. Yeah, okay. most schools it's fifth. And then sixth through eighth is middle school. And then that's like where most people are like super angsty and they're doing well. They're like really awkward. Yeah. Like, that's where I hit my puberty. That was fucking weird. Um, no, I didn't know, I didn't know what like a shower oh, was until sixth life. grade. I'm not going to lie. Like, Jesus. yeah, okay. maybe in seventh grade. Yeah, yeah it was, it's pretty bad. Uh, I, I fixed that though. I fixed that. Okay. So I'm, I'm good now. But, it's good. But, uh, but uh, and then high school, yeah, it's 9 through 12. And then after that, it's college. Right, 9 through 12, that makes sense, yeah. So, like, and then after that, you know, college, and then you get for your master's, for your doctor, and all that. But what the fuck? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's man. It's a little weird. I didn't know it was like, I thought it was like grade 7, 8, and 9. But it's just 7, 8. For some places, maybe for some private schools, I think. But yeah, okay, for the sense. most part, it's. At least in my experience, it was sixth through eighth for middle school. Wow. And yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I didn't know it was. Yeah, I didn't know it was like that. I can't believe you guys yeah. think middle school just isn't even a thing that exists. Yeah, you guys seem. It seems to me like you guys have what I'm gonna call puberty school. Like you just go through that puberty year. Some earlier, some later. Like some are either going through it right as they get in, or some are going through it as they get out. But it seems like that's when a lot of people. Oh, poor teachers, man. That's when you oh make the biggest like changes too. Yeah. Is that's when you kind of tell what direction most people are going in, for better or for worse. And that's kind of where, you know, that's around when you're, you know, 12, 11, 12, yeah. and then you you start making those friend groups mm -hmm. and you start thinking differently and now you're probably like discovering like porn is and all that shit and um, yeah. your fucking hormones are all fucked up. Yeah, it's insane. And then I don't know. Like it was it was weird. Like I I had this girl which was like a hot girl in school and she liked me, but I was retarded and so the problem is that I think like her, her equally hot twin sister would every every other day were like lab partners in chemistry. So like, oh, I know who likes you. And I'd be like, who? Who? I sound like a fucking owl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I was, I was a weird kid. And so uh, I guess like at the end of the year, she finally, like gym class ended and I'm mm -hmm. walking out uh, down the hallway and then her sister is like, hey, like this is the girl who likes you. And she shows her friend uh, 
uh, or she shows her sister, yeah. and I remember Kayla Crowder. And, uh, <laughs> and anyways, Kayla said, like, no, I said I like chicken. You'll pull and her up. I was like, oh, dude, she's, up, she's, yeah. pretty, she's pretty banging. And so she's cute. she nice. said, uh, let's see if she's still private, though. I don't know. And so You guys don't follow each other, she, no? No, I'm not going to follow her. Oh, care. fuck that. Like, the, uh, I don't even know if she's going to pop up. What the fuck? Nah, that ain't her. She's probably famous at this point. Dude, she's she's pretty, like... Was she out? She, because she seems be to be, shy. like, outgoing from what you're telling me she was. She's like a L.A. girl. Like, very classic L.A. girl. You'd see her, um, and you'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like, her and her so you'd be like, fuck, okay. Like, probably a really attractive dad and a really attractive mom. Yeah. Probably pretty successful. So, anyway, she made a joke saying, I like chicken, and, uh... I didn't quite pro. I don't know. I didn't get social cues. Yeah. So I, I kind of like. I like chicken. I looked at her and I kind of looked at a wall. I'm like, oh, walls. Oh, wallpaper. I like wallpaper. Okay. So, I was like, you I like wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, straight up dead silence. I'm like, you ever see like the? I like turtles. Like that kid. Yeah. I said it like that. I'm like, oh, I like wallpaper. Dude. And there was just dead silence, and they both looked at me, and I'm staring at the wall. Thinking like what I just said really added to this conversation. It was that was good. That was you, good. you needed to say that. Dead yeah. silent. They're like, "What'd you say?" And I was like, oh, "I like wallpaper." And I was like, "Anyways, oh, class is over. See you guys." And I walked down the hall, and all I did was think, "Man, this girl likes me." After that, Didn't they like were like, "Oh, this kid's a fucking idiot." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was, That's it was, the problem. Like at that point, it's like you got you can't open up your mouth. Dude, like fuck. I it wasn't until like tenth grade that. I realized how 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 fatally I fucked up that that moment. What gave it away? Um, the fact that maybe wallpaper. I just don't know. No, it just processed. It clicked. Oh, maybe, you're like, maybe oh, yeah. That's where I fucked up. Better things I could have said. Like yeah. maybe she wasn't legitimately telling me something she likes. Maybe it was just kind of humorous. And uh, I don't know why I didn't quite process it like that back then. Interesting. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's been weird though. But other than middle school though, everything else is okay. I imagine kind of the same. We had preschool. Yeah. Okay. Kindergarten. That's like voluntary, though. It's not. You don't have to actually. Yeah. Uh, go there unless you're. At least I don't think you have to. Right. I don't think anyone's being forced. It's kind of like parents or like they pay people to watch yeah. like kindergarten in some form. Like that's all private. And so, yeah. Yeah. Elementary school is the best though. Hands yeah, so. yeah. That was fun. I fucking played handball like all day. Yeah, day. I miss playing that. We didn't play much of that in college. No, it doesn't no. exist anymore. No. Like, you don't see it that much. Because there's so many laws that are getting passed. Like, oh, this is dangerous, that's dangerous. Yeah, everything's and, dangerous now. So now, a lot of cool things. I was kind of like right in that period where a lot of stuff was already getting removed. Yeah. Like, and so, uh, I remember there was like this big metal pole with like a bunch of chains you could grab onto. Mm -hmm. And you could all just grab on and swing around. But they got rid of it. I wanted to get on that so bad. Dude, Maybe. there's a... There's this um, game I play at the gym a lot called Spikeball. You heard of it? Is that against a wall? No, spike ball. There's a little trampoline in like, like it's about this big, right? Uh-huh. And there's like this bouncy ball that's about this big. And there's me and like my partner or me, whatever. And you have to like hit it and have it bounce and spike it in the point. It's similar to volleyball in terms of the rules when it hits the ground, it's dead. Uh -huh. But I like to think of it more like ping pong, but you hit it. And it goes over whatever, and you have like three hits on the side, and you can hit it, and it's sick. What? It's a lot of fun. Never, never experienced that once in my it's life. It's a lot of fun, dude. Dude, yeah, I feel like I'm missing out a little bit. <laughs> Man, I'm like... I was too busy thinking about wallpaper, you know? I, I don't know. I couldn't even think about that. But I'm playing that now. I didn't, like, I don't think that game went big uh, oh. until recently yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've only played it, like, probably a handful of times, maybe three, three or two times. Oh, so this is, like, pretty fresh for you, pretty too. Pretty fresh for me, yeah. Oh, shit. I was gonna say that'd be fun though. It's a blast. Just think, like, thing is, like I've seen people play it for over a year or two now, uh -huh. but then I haven't had a chance. Then they brought it to the gym I train at, and then they're like, oh, "We'll play." And I'm like, "Sick!" <laughs> Smashing stuff. Yeah, it's fun. It sounds like I totally thought you described something from like in like elementary school. That's something I'd fucking play. And I wish even now though. Elementary. I don't know, dude. Even like tug war and that shit. That's still my favorite. All that like physical activity. Mm. Like, this yeah, is my favorite. Way less of that. Favorite no. things to play. Video games are cool and all, but I video games are alright. You know, you ever play Red Rover? Dude, all the time, yeah, man. Shit. Yeah, I like dodgeball like, Red Rover though, dude. Like where you throw balls and shit at kids. I was the aggressive kid. Yeah, the one who like people were like, hey, you gotta, you gotta tone it down a little bit. Were you also that kid then that? Because uh, I was probably this way where it's like, if I got hit in dodgeball, I'd be like, I ain't going out. 
and then like the teacher oh, has to physically no. No. escort me out no. of the game. No? No, 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 no. Because I was so scared of the ball that when I did get hit, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm out. Oh, yeah. Even baseball. They want me to be a pitcher. I'm like, no. No, I'm not no. doing that. Now I don't yeah, mind. Somebody hits a ball yeah. straight at your head. And you're like, Dude, no, I saw a kid get hit in the face. He got fucking, he got a bloody nose when I was like nine years old. And then they were like, next day, like, hey, Brett, you want to pitch? I was like, no, no thanks, dude. No, my fucking helmet was like shaking in my head too. I'm good. Just like I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. And so I think I quit because of that actually. Speaking of baseball, I think uh, this is the game that got us. I think it either got me banned from playing, and it wasn't baseball; it was kickball. What? And we played kickball. I think it was grade seven or eight, and I had just seen a movie in which the guy front flipped and landed on the base. So I thought, because I saw the movie, I could do that. Oh god. I didn't land it. But I did go for it. So I was like, screw it. I kick the ball, whatever I'm going, I'm around, I'm about I'm at home base and I just fucking send it. I like speed up, front flip, I hit the chick as my foot like I flip. Hit a girl? And yeah, well she shouldn't have been in the way. And I hit her and just go pop on the shoulder. She falls with me, first of all. First of all, I just wiped out after doing a like three quarter, five eighths rotation. And I'm like, shit. She starts crying, right? And I'm like, oh no, I'm stressed now. Everyone's like pissed off at me. And I don't know what to do at that point. I'm like, um, like, hey Glenn, uh, you're gonna sit out this next one. I'm like, what do you mean, miss? Madame? Because it was in French. And I was like, oh, wait, so yeah. did you speak French? Oh, because we're on the East Coast, right? So that's actually more French. I don't think it really matters, really. Yeah, I don't think it matters East Coast, West Coast, um, for French, but because like I learned it based on the school I was in. I think it was just a matter of upbringing. Mm-hmm. It was like parents just wanted me to learn the second language, and were like if we put you in early enough, you'll get enough of it over the course of the years. You may not get a lot, but you'll get enough over the course of the years that it'll build up to where you can actually speak it or understand how to deconstruct the language enough to uh, project it properly when you go overseas and stuff. Is that the same? Isn't it a different French, though? Isn't Canadian French quite, quite different? Yes. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so... Absolutely you, 100%. So, would you even be able to accurately <laughs> communicate? It's related yeah. to UK English versus us <laughs> English. Oh, so American not... English, as you guys... I'll say telephone, they say telly, I say... Uh, French fries, they say, like, or I say potato chips, they say crisp. Yeah, like, theirs is more proper. And I think when, and when I went to France, they all spoke, like, I would speak it and they're like, oh, you're from Canada. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. Yeah, they're not the nicest, too. No. Yeah. It's like, if I go in, uh, they're not the nicest because they think I'm from Quebec. Oh. They don't understand. I'm like, oh, I'm from Ontario. Like, they're not like, Oh, that's because when they hear Canada everywhere else, they're like, okay, they're cool. Stupid. But if you start speaking French with them, they assume you're from Quebec. Because uh-huh. Canada is pretty like well-renowned worldwide, I think, I believe, as like a pretty solid peacekeeping country, right? So, it's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Actually, no I think issues. it's a good stereotype to have, too. Yeah, it's you probably guys are too nice. good, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Apologize a lot. Shoot something, sorry. That's true. Um, we, yeah, I think we're just trying to be polite a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Japan's pretty similar to that. It's like cultural. Yeah. Would you say it's cultural, though? Or do you think people are actually just genuinely more polite? Ooh, interesting. Because I know some, like, assholes. Yeah. But even then, they're, yeah. <laughs> Kaganist. Kaganist. Kagan's a, uh, <clears throat> uh, no, but even him, like, he's polite. Um, like a lot of us, I think our politeness is here. Everyone else's tends to be here and our politeness, I think probably stems from just like always being like as a country in history, we're always helping. Yeah. Like the States. We're always helping. So you're like alongside the bullshit, but you're not the bullshit. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like you guys are my boys, right? You, Kagan. If you guys get into a fight and there's three of them, uh-huh. and like, there's hey, this two is of you, for me. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, oh, fucking let me join. But if it's them, if it's two of them <laughs> and two of you, you keep it in, yeah, I I'm gonna that do too. nothing. 
I think until someone well, does that's something, that's a while. Like, I'll probably get in yeah. head kick somebody. But hey, that's, that's only if I'm doing bad, though. Yeah. If I, yeah. If, if you I guys are winning, I'm gonna. I'm not. That's yeah. not fair at all. Two on two is fair. Yeah. It's like all good. Steal the fame. Yeah. But if you're losing, then I'll strangle somebody and I'll have you hold their arms out. Yeah. We'll go there. Yeah, but I want you on my side. I'll have some fun. Mm. But yeah, if uh, Kegel runs for office, we'll play security. That'll be a. It's Canadian uh, pilot. Kegel could stuff. have his own like TV show. I watch it. He doesn't even have to say. It. He just needs to talk. I think you're right. Let me say that. Yeah. But he's he has such a recognizable voice that I think even if he tried to fake it or anything like that, no matter what he did anywhere. He'd be like, oh, it's fucking Kagan. I think you're right. I literally, I can't. I think you're right. I can't unthink it. He sounds different from everyone else I've ever met. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I know what you mean. I do, dude, you'll see a lot of people in the US, so it's kind of fun. Like, they'll just jump. They'll jump other people. So, like, let's say, like, I don't know. I think there's kind of like an ethic. I think until you get to a certain point in a fight, it's kind of like you just let them duke it out. Yeah. Uh, and so, but then sometimes you'll see one guy fighting another guy, and then, you know, that guy's posse sees that. You know, he's losing, and then they all jump in on the one. I'm like, and they really? talk shit after. Really? I mean. Really? You're going to talk shit, though? Really? Yeah. So you've I seen people know. go get jumped and stuff? Just hanging out? Yeah. Well, you go to a bar. You go, go walk near a bar. And yeah. go, especially late at night. People get really drunk. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's it's kind of, I'm not going to say it's common. Right. Um, I feel but, like it's a lot less here, yeah. though. Yeah. I mean, I don't go out as often as I used to, but yeah. even in Ottawa, when I went out, like, it would happen here and there. But not a lot. I think not it's cultural, though. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a melting pot, though. So there's so many different cultures. You're bound to have some sort of conflict, some sort right. of way. And so, uh, and there's so many different ideas. Like at least, I guess. Well, so do you guys share like French ideals then? If it's kind of this heavy French influence. I think so. I, I believe so. I'm kind of curious about that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too familiar on like the bond between the two, yeah. or what we take and what we don't. I know Quebec was and probably is still trying to like separate, but want to yeah. use our currency as well, which I think is. Is that like the Queen of England or something that's on your currency? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, Queen Elizabeth II, I think. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? Okay. But then you're still separate from Britain, though. Yeah, I know. It's kind of interesting. It's like fucking. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, but. Yeah, so what's your, um, with that then, what's, uh, what was high school like, like transitioning then, like kind of like your last few years to, uh, let's see, um, even though in eighth grade I figured out, or seventh grade I figured out the whole shower thing, I still don't quite understand fashion, or uh, to, to this day I still don't, to be completely frank, but, yeah. uh, it was kind of, I don't know, for me it was just okay, um, I didn't really have a particularly bad experience, but also it wasn't all that amazing. Okay. Um, I would say I, I was very fortunate. I went to like a nice private school. Nice. Um, and so it was like very religious. Most, ironically, most people who go there, yeah. if they started religious, they usually ended up not religious by the time they left. Sounds about uh, right. Which is most sick of being forced on you. Yeah. And so I think I would get like an A in all the religion classes and most of my religious friends get like B's or C's. And I was like, it was just, it was weird. It was weird. Yeah. And so, I don't know, I, I actually had a pretty decent time. Uh, for the most part, I made a lot of good friends, but nice. at the same time, usually most of the friendships you make outside of high school, or in high school, don't really stick once you leave, because most people are traveling all over the place, they're going to all sorts of different, they have different vocations, they want to go to study a different major at a different school, yes. um, or they're working all the time, or something, and it's just harder to, I guess, maintain connections. Even now with work, it's uh, it's very difficult, my schedule's mm -hmm. so hectic that it's hard to maintain. Um, friendships uh, as closely as maybe I used to be able to and I'm only close friends with maybe five people that right. uh, I went through middle school and high school with uh, so it's I don't know if that's uh, I think it's pretty normal in the US because yeah. I don't know especially in a bigger city too like everyone but most people I haven't talked to in literally years huh. yeah which is weird and what was uh what did you choose to go into then like what was your selection process your post-secondary so, oh, that's what you call it? Post-secondary? Yeah, you no, guys go. No, I call it college. Dude, <laughs> college. College. College, what university? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. University seems more like... Post-secondary. And then, I feel like <laughs> university is on such a high pedestal here versus uh, like is. colleges and stuff. I don't know. If it is. Some, it's kind of... It's different. It's a different skill set. I like to believe it's a different way of learning. That's it. It, Not it, it really more. is. And no. college saves you more money. Look that up. Uh, yeah. I don't know, because... 
I'm someone who actually, I only went to university for a year, and then I actually, I, I dropped out. Um, I actually happened to be dating like kind of a, not the greatest person at the time, and so take us through that. Like, what, what, how did you, what did you take? How did you, uh, like, how did you choose? That? So, uh, I believe that most people don't know what the fuck they want to do. Even Completely weird. Thirty, yes. forty, fifty, sometimes still no idea. I think even KFC wasn't created until a guy was like sixty or some shit. Yeah, no, so a lot of those but, yeah. big things weren't created so much later. Yeah, it's like, but people are so. Uh, hyped on the idea that they have to know now Man. and that kind of puts them under all this stress. I mean, I have lockjaw. A lot of pressure. I have lockjaw probably from all the stress because, oh my God, I grind my teeth Jesus. like at night every night because I'm always so stressed. And yeah. with ADD, it's kind of harder to go through school too. Right, more thoughts going it's on. Like, it's, it's hard to focus. So, 100%. So it's not like you don't care either. It's just mm -hmm. that it's there's so much going on. There's so much sensory input. Like maybe I'm looking at, I'm listening to a teacher talk, but then suddenly this thought from the past comes into my head and then... Yeah. I start thinking about that, and then I'm going to like the semantics behind, like, oh, well, why did this happen? And what did that happen? What can I do? And blah, blah, blah. It's and just, then all of a sudden you missed half of what you Yeah, started. and then it's like five o'clock when you started at four o'clock. And yeah. it's, I don't know. So when I went to um, college, I actually got fucked pretty hard because I did really well on my uh, ACT and my SAT, which you can choose one to submit to colleges. And uh, the SAT or the ACT is what I ended up submitting to maybe 15 colleges, right. and I paid to have them have them sent out, but they never actually got delivered. Uh, so basically, okay. and this was confirmed to fuck up on the yeah. ACT end. And basically, uh, because my ACT scores weren't sent to anyone, I got rejected from every single college um, because my grades were fine and all that. I was getting like a 3.0, 3.5, something yes. like that. I did much better in the, the last two years once yeah. I started taking medication for ADD. Um, and yeah, I got rejected and that freaked me out. And so right. I ended up finally, I think two schools accepted a late entry for ACT scores. And then I ended up going to uh, San Francisco State University, which is up north, yeah. um, like an hour flight away from LA. And I went there for one year and my major was computer science. But uh, so I, like, but I didn't really, yeah. yeah, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Right. And when I kind of started studying, I realized I can't really sit down and do it. Right. Just it doesn't really work for me. Uh, maybe with medication, sure, but I still mm -hmm. won't be reliant on that. So I guess my stubbornness also, you know, got, got in the way of it too. But, yeah. but I was also dating some like psycho chick. She like, cheated on me with like twelve different guys. She cheated on like, twelve different guys. She like faked the pregnancy. She did all this second stuff. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Were there signs no, at the no beginning? No to self. Uh, what? Were there signs in the beginning? Oh. Uh, Hundred yeah. percent. But I okay. Okay. This is wallpaper. I'm like wallpaper. I didn't. I've uh, I've learned yeah. most of the social cues and social. I've learned Later. most of that in the last yeah. four years, maybe. Right. Um, and we'll get to like so. how you learned that. But like, what's your note yeah. to self? Uh, if you want to avoid dating people who aren't maybe the best for you or the healthiest for you, then you have to be happy with yourself first, and you have to right. have developed not only self love, but you you have to be mentally strong. Uh, you have to have basically mental fortitude. You have to be. I believe strong physically yeah. and you have to have uh, a good amount of willpower too mm -hmm. because if you settle then you're gonna end up usually the, the divorce rate is like 50% for a reason most right. people settle too quickly and they find out they don't actually get along with whoever it is mm -hmm. that they're with in the long term and so if your standards are really low and you're not really happy with yourself which is how I was getting out of high school yeah. you end up you know dating and kind of settling even if you, there's abuse of some sort you're right. like you know what? Unfortunately, at least I get this because you might think you yeah. deserve worse. Like, if it makes sense, I never. Uh, you know how people are in abusive relationships? Yeah. Like maybe yeah, some dude you like beating the shit out of his girl. And you're like, why the fuck is she with him? Like, maybe That's she's fun. like beautiful. She's really smart. And you're like, well, well this guy's like a prick. Why are you doing that? Well, it's because if you have low self-esteem, you're more likely to think, oh, I deserve this. And once you get into that mindset, you kind of accept whatever it is. So, for example, right. the girl that I dated, what would happen is maybe I'd do like a backflip or something, right? And I'd be so excited, like, fuck yeah, I did it. Or I, I used to practice flagpoles, where you like hold nice. yourself yeah, on, on pull exactly sideways. My That's core sick. almost got good enough sick, to do it. Nice. And right. I would do it, right? And so, what would happen with her is, it's, it's almost like if you wanted to fuck with someone's head, this is the way you do it, is I would go to a backflip, and I'm so excited, I'd practice for months, yeah. and I finally get it. And she would say, like, oh, I know. 20 other guys can do it. I know five other guys can do it. Like, you can never be satisfied with what you're doing, so you're always trying to fight for someone's approval, like you do with your parents, maybe. If they don't like what you're doing, maybe you're pursuing, mm -hmm. like, 
So let's say that you're doing this and your parents say like, what are you doing? Like, go get a job, go do this, mm -hmm. go do that. You almost want to prove them wrong in a way. And so Always. you fight even harder. Yeah. And sometimes it's, it's self-destructive. Good and bad, so, yes. Exactly. Yeah. So I ended up going to you know, San Francisco State, dating this chick um, who's like, you know, putting me down, also cheating on the same time, also doing yeah. this other bullshit. Like, yeah. And it, it just, I don't know, it took two years for that to kind of click with me and to finally end it. But I, I ended up dropping out. I wouldn't leave my, my room. I wouldn't, uh, I would just kind of stick to video games. That was my coping mechanism. Probably mm -hmm. still is, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think video games are very addictive. Right. I think so you can scary. get. Yeah. Well, you can get addicted to anything with video games, especially for like an ADD personality. Oh, it's perfect. It's very easy. I, I think that's almost why I stayed away from it, but I also find like I'll get bored when playing them. If there's not, I need that perfect amount of challenge as I do reward, or not reward, I need that perfect amount. Yeah, I need that perfect amount of challenge in order to be consistently, like if it's too hard, I feel, and this might just be like my reaction, be like, well, this. Like, it's no yeah, point. It's right. a waste of time. Exactly. I'm like, well, well, why would I go on level 10 if I don't know how to play the game? And then, or if it's too easy, I'm like, just getting bored. It's mind numbing. Yeah. Like, right. So you I feel like you're doing like, nothing productive. Yeah. Like sometimes, even playing, I start to go like kind of crazy. I'm like, wait, I could be doing so much right now. Mm -hmm. but the problem is that even if I try to do whatever that so much is, maybe my ADD is still pretty like aggressive and I still get occupied even when trying to do that. It, overall, it was just uh, it was just okay. I only went to college for a year, and when you there's a lot of social pressure behind it too. Mm -hmm. So if you don't go that, uh, I mean, for the last three years, uh, my parents, my whole family would always be like, "When are you going back to college? When are you going to do classes? When are you doing?" Yeah, I mean, and I, I can imagine if you don't that degree. Yeah, well, it's crazy, but yeah. and it's not until you've really become super, 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 super successful, so successful that they can't say anything, it's not gonna stop. No. You can make $100,000 and they're going to be like, okay, but they're not going to think it's permanent. They're going to think, oh, that was this year, but there's no guarantee you're going to keep getting that. And they think a degree offers some sort of consistency, but it doesn't. It's because, just an easy way in almost. Yeah. Like, Maybe. Uh, now, in that case, if you're going to be a doctor, please fucking go to school. Um, if you're going to, there's certain careers where I'd say uh, I would very much prefer not hearing, oh, don't worry, I watch a YouTube video on that. Yeah, no, no, yeah. fix like that. If you're a personal trainer, yeah. fine. Yeah. You watch That's a couple fine. hours worth of YouTube videos on how to fix my deadlift, all right, <laughs> I'll listen. Because those are simple. It's relatively simple. Yeah, there's no fucking two hour YouTube video on how to do eye surgery. No. Exactly. Like, there's so many things going into it. It's like, yeah. fuck that. All right, go to school, please. Right. It's not just like a surface level amount of knowledge yeah. you need to have. It's exactly. a lot more in-depth. It's like a vocation. For, for, there's vocational yeah. schools for a reason. Right. Maybe in mechanical engineering, you can get away with if you were raised, like, you know, yeah. like learning with, I don't know, like you worked at a shop or something. Yeah, maybe. and you're always like understanding yeah. how to build things, and that's always been something that you're... You had an eye for the detail or whatever, right? Like a skill, so, you know. Yeah, something it's, like that. Something's fuck it. So went I, I tried doing computer science and I ended up I couldn't focus. I wasn't even going to class in the first place. I was staying in my room. I was asleep during the day, awake at night, like had like severe uh, I'm not gonna say anxiety because everyone uses that term so much now and they're yeah, like, it's so loosely like you know, mental health yeah. and it's, it gets it's thrown like, around yeah. where it almost takes the severity out of it. Exactly. It's like yeah. PTSD. Yeah. It used to be called shell shock. Very like aggressive. You can't kind of tell. It's yeah, like serious. It's, it's like, oh shit. And now yeah, it's post-traumatic stress disorder. It's like, it's like okay. Making it yeah. a little bit longer. Adding more words, more syllables makes yeah, it a little less... Uh, less important for sure. Yeah. And I don't know. Now it's just everyone has PTSD for everything. Yeah, you know, from, and I don't know. But that's... And I, yeah. you, know, you know why I'm so aggressive about that? Is no, because dude, perfect. I would always make excuses for everything. Even right. to this day, I still make excuses for things. And by doing that, you're pretty much limiting your responsibility. And if you don't have any responsibility, then you don't need to care about what's going on because it's not in your control. So for college, I blame it on my my ex, or I blame it on you know my ADD or something. And mm -hmm. maybe there's tr you know there's truth to that, but overall, still me. It's mm -hmm. all up to me. Just yeah, so it always has been. It's like but, Jocko's extreme ownership yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, dude, that guy's a fucking massive individual, yeah. by the way. He'd be somebody um, I'd want to meet. Dude, he's fucking crazy. Sorry, I fucking got a paper cut this shit in How'd you get a paper cut? I don't know. I don't even know what I got it on. It's just, it's, it sucks, though. Dude, yeah. I hate I hate that more than anything. I'll go paintballing, I'll get shot like 10 times. It's fine. Yeah, it's like stings it's, for a second and then whatever. 
Yeah. Boy, it's just obnoxious. Yeah, I had somebody at training yesterday, he didn't cut his nails, and he grabbed me, and then this cut, and now every time somebody pushes in, I'm like, fuck. Oh, can I, can I see dude, cut their fucking nails, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Fuck, okay. Sure he doesn't play Sweet. water polo, dude? The water polo people sharpen their nails. Dude, that's fuck. Whatever goes on under the water, if the ref doesn't see it, it didn't happen, basically. It's Jesus. crazy, right? Yeah. But that's like, I thought that was a joke. But that's, that's serious. Fuck, man, I had a buddy growing up, he like sharpened his teeth. Like, he would, like, sharpen his... Because he was a biter, right? He couldn't fight. He was, he was like, biting people all the time. Like, he was a biter. And he just... What? Would sharp, just, just... Sharpen his teeth. He would, like, go on, like, a rock. Or, like, no, you just take, like, a rock oh, or a God. brick and just... And then just... Bite people's fucking arms. How often? Like, you'd go... He, like, you'd, you'd, you'd hit him. He'd grab it and just... And then all of a sudden, you'd look like you just got bit by a fucking, like, manta ray eel or some shit. How does he get in scenarios insane. like that? It is insane, dude. I don't know. I don't know how any of this happens, but yeah, it was weird. He like sharpened his teeth on like a brick, and then it's like I'm a biter and I can't fight, so I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna fucking bite you. And then it's like you dig and you can like almost puncture skin, dude. I swear to God, he could almost puncture skin. But the problem is, it wasn't molars that he was dealing with. He was younger, right? We were like grade eight or nine or seven or eight. Sorry, we were, who the fuck does that in seventh grade? I don't know, man. It was fucked up. Who? Oh, dude, this made me win. I think his name was Leo. Shit. I think his name was Leo. It was weird, dude. Fucking Leo. What the fuck? Who he's does like a, that? He's like a kid with like weird, like very circular glasses and like greasy hair, and he was a big guy. Like you'd think, I mean, he would pick a different method of attacking people. But why do you have to always attack people? <laughs> that's the that's the first concern. <laughs> what is he just know. so consistently know, in fights that he has to just constantly sharpen <laughs> his teeth? <laughs> Well, what like, the fuck? Because I guess at that age, people were like, there's like kids who are doing karate, and everyone, like, everyone did karate. I didn't do any of that. I just did different sports and stuff, and this Leo kid would always just be like, he's a bigger guy, but like all these karate kids like pick on him. And then Leo one day just snapped, and then ever since he snapped, every they would keep bullying him, but he would just like pick different methods, and that sharpening his teeth was just the one that stuck. And I just remember him doing this for like three months. And it was the most absurd shit I've ever seen. Cause I, I'm like, I'd be, I'd walk around the back of the school, what <laughs> and I just see everyone playing on the fucking basketball court. Leo sitting in the middle of the basketball court with a fucking little rock, just little rock, just sharpening, just just sharpening. He doesn't even get these motherfuckers, these karate kids. So they come at me again. It's like you can take them down all you want, but as soon as he bites you, man. Dude, his teeth are skin. gonna be fucking gnarly when you lose. Ah, it's gonna be bad, man. It's gonna, gonna be mangled. It's gonna be bad. It's like, like concerning. Shark. Yeah, and the problem is he doesn't realize. I think he also likes sharks, so I guess he thought for some weird reason that he would, like his teeth would grow back. But they were, again, right, they were baby oh. teeth. They weren't molars. Oh. So, like if I did that, I couldn't do that now, now with my molars. If I did that now with my molars, it'd be stupid. But he'd fuck him up with his baby teeth. Wait, he sharks. So we lost teeth. Yeah. Dude, hey, but maybe like deep down though, he just wanted to get money for the tooth fairy. He's yeah, like, fuck it, it, they go sooner. He did have that's a loaded parents. Though, I can so. like... <laughs> His parents were loaded for all like, they give like $17 for like a front tooth. What the fuck? Yeah, I think the most I got from a tooth fairy was $7. Five bucks for me. Yeah? I think it was that's... $5. But like this tooth... It's like wishful thinking though. I was like, pulled out of my mouth in the back. Like, from the dentist when I was like 16. They ripped it out. Yeah, okay, I was like eight years old. But Did they yeah. tie it and shit? No, they like went to the dentist and they like used pliers and popped it out. So I was in a lot of pain due to a hole in my mouth. I, I almost how. lost a tooth to a Dorito. How'd that happen? I was in Las Vegas and I ate a Dorito. I used to like to stick things in between my teeth. I actually had to get braces. Only but you have I, no I space them. in between your teeth right now. No, I had braces only because I did that. My teeth were fine before. Yeah. Right. I, I was really, I was, a bright, I was a bright child. a Dorito? Middle of your feet. Well, it, it actually started with like plastic commando knives. There was one I really liked, and I would go like, I saw like probably I probably maybe I saw like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. I thought, oh, that looks interesting. So I just do that, and I guess I push my teeth apart. And then one day I was eating a Dorito, and I didn't try to fit it on purpose. I just chewed it like vertically, and I ah, straight through. I was like, oh, and I got stuck, and I tried to pull it out. I just ripped my tooth out with it, baby tooth. Okay, but, well that's baby good. tooth, baby tooth. Yeah, I was like, although. Fuck, my tooth that. is fake now, but but really? it was uh, yeah. This one? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're actually they're both veneers now. Because once you, if you veneer one, you have to you have to veneer like the body of it. 
Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I was chasing my buddy around. He was on, yeah. like, on a scooter, and I was chasing with a broom. He made like a sharp left turn, and then uh, kind of, I kind of kept going because clearly uh, by this point in life, I hadn't really quite figured things out. And I right, uh, you still like wallpaper? Right. Yes, I loved wallpaper. I was actually infatuated with wallpaper by that point, and so I kind of rammed my, like a. You know, yeah, what the fuck? Don't make that gesture again. Just, uh, just so that, like, right, right there, you know, I couldn't, I can't. Right, right, oh. There. Oh, like, uh, yeah, uh, so. Jesus <laughs> Definitely Kegan's friend. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I wonder if he's actually asleep or he's just watching shit. Online. Nah, he's probably watching shit. He's been watching, like, Twitch for a while. Yeah. Twitch? Yeah. Oh, you oh, know yeah. what Twitch? No, nah, I know exactly. Yeah, it's like streamers. Yeah, I have a buddy who's making so, money on Twitch. There's a million of them who live uh, near Santa Monica, like 30 minutes from my house. Yeah. They'll go, yeah. Who do you, like, we talked about this just a bit before the podcast, but who do you, like, who have you met in your neighborhood? Like, you've met. Okay. Uh, Kevin Hart. Who's like, yeah? Yeah. What the fuck? He's pissed. I, I, uh, I actually worked at a, at a, so I worked at a place called Sinopolis Westlake, and, uh, Basically, he'd come there often because Westlake is kind of near where a lot of celebrities live in Westlake. And yeah. A lot of celebrities live near there. But that's the one luxury movie theater near there. And so he kind of came in with his kids, and I think it was for Black Panther. No, for Jumanji. He saw Jumanji like two, three times there. And one time he came in, and I, I didn't see him come in. I just knew he was already there, and I had to deliver food to him because I was doing food runner that day. And I had to deliver a beer. And I remember I looked down, yeah. and I saw where he was, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I went, I put a beard down where I thought he was, and I hear like, uh, no, that's mine. <laughs> and I look up and it's his really? son. His son's taller than him, so I thought he was the, I thought his son was him. They're all wearing hoods. And so I can't see their faces, they're backlit by the, <laughs> by the screen. And so I gave his son the beard, and he was like a little pissed off at me, I'm not gonna lie. But, yeah, actually, no, I think he was just angry. I don't yeah, think he was like, joking around. yeah, no, he was like dead, dead deadpan, like, like. Like, that's my beer. And so I gave it to him, and he was, like, a little mad. And I think I shook his hand a little bit later, and then he came into a Black Panther. And he seemed like a nice guy, to be honest, but you could tell that people are always coming up to him all the time. It's also half my height. Like, he's... Yeah. His wife, he's like, dude, his wife's taller than me. I'm pretty sure she is, at least. Yeah. Like, maybe she had heels on, but... Yeah, he's not a tall She's so friendly, though. She's yeah. so fucking nice. Nice. And then he's just chill. Like, I'd say, for someone who's constantly being harassed by fans... Pretty, pretty I can imagine he gets it pretty yeah. bad. Like, oh, I can yeah. imagine he's never not like that anymore. No, he's too easily recognizable. Too famous. And I'll tell you, like, do you know Josh Brolin? He played Thanos. Yeah, I know. He also was Cable in Deadpool. He was in the Goonies. Yeah, he's um, been in he a lot like, of big stuff. Yeah, but he's not he's the super bad guy easily, in the Avengers. Yeah, like, but he's not super easily recognizable. No, because he always plays somebody who's dressed up. Yeah, and and his face, he just kind of blends in. But he's a good-looking guy. And he yeah. ages really well. Uh, he's the, I've told everyone I've ever mentioned this to, I've said the same thing. He's the nicest guy I've probably ever met. Really? Like, most humble person I've met in my life. Um, I remember I talked to him for 15, I didn't recognize him. And I was actually, like, running the ticket stand, um, like, to actually let people into the movie. Right. And his movie didn't start for 15 minutes, so I couldn't let anyone in yet. And I talked to him, his wife, Catherine. in the front of the line or 15, something? 15, yeah. I was like, hey, sir, I can't, I can't let you in yet. And I talked to him for 15 minutes. You can't let the and bad guy in the Avengers no. movie into the theater. Oh, was it for, no, minutes early. no. Yeah. Even if I knew who he was, honestly, I still wouldn't. I still wouldn't. But I like I this fucking I, I don't care if you're celebrity. That's hilarious. But I'll tell you, man. That, I you probably appreciate him. that, though. Dude, he's so nice. So, Jen, we had, like, such a normal conversation. I it wasn't like, you know, sometimes when you talk to people, you can tell they kind of want to go. They'll look around. They usually give you an indicator. No, like he's always locking eyes, he's very friendly, and he was, he, he was great. Yeah. And then um, I had him like a few days later, he came for another movie, and I would bring food to him, and he'd stand up, he'd be like, oh, thank you so much, man, like he'd help pass the things out, and he should, he's just so, he's so yeah. fucking nice. And I'll tell you, I deal with a lot of celebrities, especially in the new business, so it's just like, he's, he's great. And Tosh.0, Daniel Tosh, do you know that? He's interesting. Yeah. I think he's I think he's resting bitch face, but he's really nice though. Yeah, I think he's he like, really does. polite. But I don't know. I've met probably most people. Do you know Allstate Insurance? Yeah. Right. Do you know like that tall black guy, really deep voice? Yeah. He's like Allstate. That guy, really chill. Also, really fucking tall. No shit. And he is like, his voice is so bassy and deep. 
it's like yeah. I feel like demasculated next to him. I feel like a like a like a little girl when he stands next to me. Fuck. And uh, yeah. yeah, but he's he's cool though. Um, I just had a small conversation with him. Nothing yeah, yeah. crazy. Um, and, you know the Kardashians? Not personally. Okay, so they, they would come in all the time, and uh, Kanye would come in all the time. And Kanye's actually pretty cool too. Like, actually, he's actually a really nice guy. He's a little, he's a little crazy, but he's yeah, like actually he's Kanye yeah. West. But he's nice though. He's actually really friendly. And I this say is all. Actually, and you met all these people I can talk to them while you're working at the theater. Yeah. Okay. okay. And so, Kanye, obviously, you know, you only get so much time to talk to Kanye. But he was really cool though. He's just yeah. a really nice guy. You see him all around though. It's actually kind of normal because they live in Calabasas. Calabasas is right. I'm, I'm two minutes from Calabasas. Yeah. And so. They're literally, I mean, they live there. I mean, that's just, it's literally, they drive around, they go shopping, they do all that shit. I see their car, I got cut off by Caitlyn Jenner like three times now. Um, Also, also, actually I got cut off by Bruce and Caitlyn Jenner, uh, Bruce Jenner, like 10 years ago with Caitlyn Jenner, you know, a few years later. Uh, Driving skills haven't changed. Uh, Also, pretty sure it didn't cause a crash or something, so. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, driving skills hasn't changed, uh, and I can vouch that that accident was most likely caused by by Kaylin as wow. not the greatest driver. I tried pulling into a 7-Eleven, fucking cut me off, and then, like, looked at me, and then just went inside and got a fucking Slurpee. Little bitch. Yeah, she in her, like, <laughs> Cadillac Escalade or whatever it is she drives. But what the fuck? Uh, most people, though, it's, like, 50-50. They're either really nice or they're the, that jerk you think that they are. Yeah. But it's hard to hold it against them because they're always being harassed, so I can't really, I don't really feel, Yeah. I don't feel too bad, I guess. Or like I don't feel like so much like, anger or anything like that. I but I also don't go up to them and talk. I talk to everyone like a normal person. So as you would, yeah. yeah. But they're everywhere, dude. It's pretty normal to be honest. And now you see like influencers everywhere. You know, like Logan Paul. Logan Paul lives pretty close. Jake Paul lives ten minutes down from my house. They all live. They all live really close. And they're all like wreaking havoc everywhere. Shaq lives in Bell Canyon, literally right down down the street. Or at least he'd recently moved there. I don't know. Yeah. He still does. The Kobe Bryant thing that happened. Five minutes from my house, um, and I'm actually wearing a Malibu Search and Rescue hat. Yeah. So my dad was one of the ones at the the crash scene. Malibu Search and Rescue, like a deputy. Yeah. And so, no shit. Yeah. yeah. What Crazy the rip. fuck? Yeah. Your dad was one of the responders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the first guys. Yeah. He actually just retired this year too, just a few weeks ago. But yeah, 40, 39 years. 29, 29, 39 years. Uh, yeah. It's crazy, right? But when you're in LA, though, I don't know, it's kind of normal in a weird way, I guess. Where would I stay if I came to? Where would I My stay house? if I came to LA? Yeah? yeah, you live with your folks. No, I actually live alone. It's kind of my parents. Like, but you live and, next to Shack. So my parents. Okay, okay. So my parents divorced in seventh grade. Okay. My dad moved away uh, just a few houses, basically maybe 10 minutes away, oh, so um, got it. my mom kept right. the house, but my mom takes care of my neighbor, so she actually doesn't live in the house, so it was actually just me alone, yeah. No shit, so, so your mom lives in the neighbor's house, Yeah. taking care of her yeah. as like a yeah. nurse. They're like really close friends. Your mom's too. a nurse, I'm assuming. No. Okay. It's weird, right? Yeah, so no, yeah, she's yeah. actually like really good friends. Um, okay, so, oh, cool, so she's, she's living in the house, taking care of her. That's eight, ten minutes down the road. But he, he just here. moved too, though. My dad just uh, moved. So he used to live right down the street. Now he, he's moving to, um, as as of yesterday, he's officially moved to uh, to Santa Fe. Oh, shit. Yeah, New Mexico. Yeah. It's just like, apparently further. we're the majority, apparently it has the highest population of lesbians in, in the world, which I thought was a very interesting, interesting statistic. Fact. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, and they all drive Subaru Outbacks. Of course That's, they do. Uh, yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Standard lesbian yeah. vehicle. Yes, of course. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Of course. Now, now yeah. we all know. Um, but yeah, so I, I live. Yeah, I live there. But it's a, it's two story. It's actually, it's a. I kind of look like a trust fund kid. I'm not gonna lie because if you see the house, I don't. It, it's it's a it's, 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 it's a big house. Dude, but we your humility to the side. But, it's a big ass house. But we it? got it when it was really cheap though. So we got it for four hundred thousand dollars twenty years, twenty three years ago. Did you but just say you got it for really cheap? Yes. And it's four hundred thousand dollars in and L.A. LA is one of the most expensive places to live in the U.S. Yeah. and San Francisco. Four hundred thousand dollars is really cheap. Four hundred thousand dollars will get you like a mansion in like other places. Yeah. 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 You get like a nice, nice plot of land in like the East Coast or like in the country. Wow. And so four hundred thousand dollars is actually really low in LA. Mm-hmm. And so 
they ended up getting that, adding some reservations, and now it's like 1.2 million. Like it actually, you know, it went up over the last two decades. And now it looks like what you think it's worth, but before, yeah, property was so cheap then. Yeah, so, 20 years ago. Yeah. Wow. They probably got it low during like when the market was lower. What do you too. think it'd be appraised at now? 1.2, 1.3. Yeah. yeah, so it's doubled. But they also put in yeah. probably another hundred, two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, uh, to get a pool and add other things. So, yeah. In ground or above ground? Uh, <laughs> like it matters. Well, right? Wait, what's the difference? Uh, in ground, in ground, in ground. In ground. Yeah, 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 that's sick. Yeah, and so. Jesus. But now it's it, it's it's really crazy. And so, yeah. and like since I do the car business now, I kind of like it. It's, it's interesting. Now, okay, let's go through it then. From when you finished that year that you dropped out, yeah, take us through from there to now the business you're at now and how that goes. So, take us through the transition, trips, all that. So basically, I had finished, I graduated high school in 2014. Yeah. And then the immediately that year, I went to San Francisco State. Mm -hmm. I dropped out officially. Um, I actually got kicked out because my grades were too low um, back in... 2015 um, at the end of the year, maybe in June or something like that. Uh, and then after that, I went back home uh, in not the greatest state of mind, and I ended up uh, basically doing nothing for the first few months. And then in 2016, I actually started dating a girl um, who I'd actually met when I first went to Japan back when I was at like 15, 16. Yeah. And I uh, I dated her for about a month or two, and I realized, like, fuck, I need to start working. I need to start doing stuff. And Was she, like, hustling, me. and you were like... No, she's... No, her dad's rich. Her dad pays for everything. But, but, uh... <laughs> still does. Sorry. But, uh, it's, it's true. And, <laughs> but she's really sweet. But she's, yeah. she's kind of what you call, like, an ABG. Asian baby girl. It's a very specific term. Yeah. She's, like, the, the partier and all that. She did... She practiced hip-hop dancing and all that. And, and like, studying in L.A. Her dad's so fucking cool. Like yeah. he has like this crazy house in Japan. But anyways, yeah, good uh, to Japan, man. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's crazy. That. And so uh, I ended up dating her. I started working as a host at a restaurant called Shock Tequila Grill. X O C Tequila Grill. Um, it's pronounced Shock. Um, I don't remember why. Is it S O C? X O C. X O C. Yeah, it's pronounced Shock Tequila Grill. And I did a little bit of serving there near the end. Um, oh shit! But my first job was at a uh, my first job was at a, a fucking hotel in Westlake called the Westlake Village Inn. I forgot about it because I fucking hated it there. Yeah. And so I think I've kind of casted that out of my memory. What was the luxury uh, movie place called as well? Uh, Sinopolis. Sinopolis, right? Yeah. Right. And so C I N E P O L I S. And uh, so I actually worked first as a bellhop at a hotel for about five months, and mm -hmm. then uh, they ended up firing me because I was too lazy. And then, uh, <laughs> sorry, Dad. And then uh, after that, I worked as a host, and actually was pretty diligent, but still very ADD. So I kind of be all over the place, but I did good. I was always good at communicating with people, so it helped yeah. a lot and being uh, genuine. I don't really, I'm not really a disingenuous person. It's just, right. yeah, I get it. I'm a no drama guy, so I kind of like just, even if it's not the here's the information, thing, just yeah, don't like, want even if I'm like annoyed with someone, I'll be pretty blunt. But I can word it nicely, maybe, but I'll be blunt. Right, you so, communications will yeah. work. And so I got into serving. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit because to me, I could talk to people and then yeah. go and make a little bit of money. And, and right. I never thought about the tip. And by not thinking about the tip, tip would actually come in. And uh, wait, do they tip here? Yeah, they tip you. Okay, okay. So. Uh, yeah, in some countries, like you go to France, they fucking they don't. Yeah, tip. they don't. It's like an insult. It's an insult. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, are you assuming I don't make enough money to do, like, yeah. do whatever? For me, I'll take whatever tip you want to give me. Right. And uh, I worked at that place. I ended up moving to um, to another restaurant, a Thai restaurant, um, and where I was a server and runner and busser and doing all basically everything. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I ended up quitting that place uh, after a year because it's just, it just too much drama. It ended up being really frustrating. Mm -hmm. If you work for like a... How do I say this without coming off where if you work at a restaurant where it's usually like a first generation family, they're still oh, okay. following their customs and their rules basically. So for example, um, when I worked at the other restaurant, like yeah. Shock, every tip was yours. And you'd maybe give some out to your bus or whatever, but if you that was your table, it's your tip. Yeah, it's this place, it doesn't matter how many tables I'd run or how many tables someone else would run, it was pulled. Fuck that. 
So one day I end up, so sometimes I benefit from it, I'm not gonna lie, in my lazy days, and other days I work my ass off and I would get like nothing for it. And so and there's just a bunch of I don't know, I ended up getting really weird. Mm -hmm. Your chef was kind of a dick and they wouldn't fire him and like three people quit because of him and just all this there's drama in every mm -hmm. restaurant, but uh, it, it's it's insane. And anyways, I quit that place, and then I moved uh, on to Sinopolis, yeah. which uh, I ended up quitting after six months. Um, because every time I realized, like, I raised my standards. I'm like, you mm -hmm. know what, I'm doing this, I know I'm doing alright at it, yeah. but due to the, this reason, that reason, that reason, fuck it, I'm going to go higher. I'm going to, if I can, I, I know I can do better. Right, I'll try to go for like, the next thing somewhere And else. if I don't like the boss, I don't like whatever, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'll eat shit for a while, but sometimes... I don't know. You kind of have to. I, I didn't. I wasn't the nicest when I quit Sinopolis. Um, I, I I kind of said fuck you to my my uh, my boss um, because Jeez. well he was he was so bad he sucked yeah he sucked a bunch of people quit over him he got fired like a month or two later I think because he wow. just he didn't do anything and he'd wow. give shitty shifts to everyone mm -hmm. I had left my schedule open and so basically he'd just like crucify me with like all the really shitty shifts. Because no one else, everyone else would fight if they try to if he tried to give it to him. But I was always really kind of accepting, and I would. Yeah, I didn't really fucking care. I was like non-confrontational, basically. Okay. So I'd get like all these shitty, like late night, three in the morning shifts when the place closed at twelve or something, and I'd just be cleaning the whole entire time, or I'd be like I'd get a serving shift that started at eight or nine, but we st we close the kitchen at nine, so. I only serve for an hour, and there's no one there at that time anyways, because it's a weekday or something, you know, just some crap like that. And so, basically, I end up quitting, mm -hmm. and then uh, end up renting uh, a Corvette at some point. I had, I had a good time, and, and I had such a good time uh, that I rented another Corvette with the money I'd saved up, uh, because I kind of wanted to just have some fun, finally. Yeah. And I, I figured I'd do something I hadn't done, so I rented a cool car. I'd recommend it. And... Uh, what ended up happening is uh, the guy who I rented a Corvette from happened to live three streets down from me, and uh, I basically was, I ended up thinking, man, this is cool, he has like 10 cars or something like that, I wonder if this is something I could get into. So I was going to ask him, do you need help, or tell him, you do need help. And so I told him, you look like you need help, mm -hmm. let me help you. And he was like, eh, okay. Like, it's actually pretty underwhelming, to be honest. Like, it wasn't like, you want a son, you can help me. He was literally just like, yeah, sure. All right. Thanks. Okay, cool. Let's do this. Yeah. And uh, we, basically now I do luxury exotic car rental. I'm invested in like two McLarens and a, uh, and a Porsche. And then we have a fleet of 26 cars total. And we, yeah, we had 10 last year and now we're 26, 27 actually. And it's been crazy. Yeah. And that's where I've been dealing with all these crazy ass people ever since. And now I'm like a super cynical business-minded person who keeps making mistakes left and right but yeah. I'm like learning quite a bit. Yeah, it's a journey though. Yeah, but but the biggest thing though is that I basically, I was like, I was a dishwasher, busser, runner, host, uh, server, bellhop, I mean I pretty much did everything over the course of maybe four yeah. years and then finally I found this and I don't even know if this is something I'll be doing for the next year. Mm -hmm. I might, I don't know where I'm going to be. Um, but. I can tell you that for the last year, my parents and my family would always say, like, when are you going to school, when are you going to school, when are you going to take classes, and I'd mention, like, hey, man, I just I just got this car, I just got that, and blah, 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 and I'd be showing, like, signs of success, but people are so wired in on, you can tell it's like an insecurity of mine, like, people are so wired in yeah. on, uh, on what they believe is a safe path, especially because they did it, like, in, ge in their generation, college was mm -hmm. the way to go, right. that... Not like doing pretty fixed-minded on what the path yeah. to success is, and there seems to be less flexibility in their mind being open that way to, oh, maybe it could. Like you said, like yeah. I can make a hundred, however much money off the show, and they're not gonna. They're gonna be like, well, let's see what you do next year. Exactly. It's like it needs to be a trade skill, or it needs to be like a degree. Or here's one that I've like found recently with not just myself, but a lot of people is, if you're not using your diploma or degree in exactly what you took it in in the exact field that they say you need to go into that is failing as well like it yeah. needs to be like okay you're supposed to do this this is what your degree says you're supposed to do if you don't do this well it's like well maybe i wanted to do something with it somewhere along these lines 
Exactly. No. Most people I know, they're not doing anything relevant to their field. Yeah. Whatever they studied for four years in college yeah. has nothing to do with what they do now. Yeah. I have friends who, who did mechanical engineering, they did computer science, they would mm -hmm. do, uh, they would study even become a doctor or something like that. And they would even go up to like, they go to like their master's career or their MD yeah. or whatever it is. And then they don't, they don't end up doing what it is that they've been studying for years for. Because yeah. they're not interested in it. They don't actually like, no one, once again, no one knows what they want to do. Nobody. But they end up doing, uh, they end up doing something else. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah. that's just, so that would keep on happening. And it's only in the last six months maybe in which that's kind of finally like died out a little bit. Like, yeah, as you start proving more and more success, people start to believe in you yeah. more. But I feel like almost deep down, people want to be right. They don't want yeah, to fail, right. but they want to know that their path was the right path, what they recommend. Mm -hmm. They don't want their advice to be wrong. Exactly. They don't want to mislead people and give them the wrong advice or say something. Not to say they want you to fail right. for that reason. I don't think they do. I just think they want you to take the easy, like the safe. They want you to be secure yeah. doing it, right? And I think by having that degree that goes, okay, now you're in a job, and whether you like it or hate it, it's a job that pays, and it's something you're doing with your time that's giving you money. It's not a great amount of time you're working, but it's also like 40, 45 hours a week, whatever, doing something you hate. It's good for them, but it's not good for you. Exactly. And, and that's something that's it's just a different generation. That's I mean, it. Back when they grew up, if you, got, if you got a college degree, that was like prime time, you, mm -hmm. that you were above the average person, yeah. but now it's kind of it's kind of a basic standard. But even then, yeah, people gets it. see it doesn't prove anything. No, it proves that maybe you can be studious. I mean, I'm sure if you go to Harvard Law, it's like fuck, like that person's pretty damn smart. Mm -hmm. But there's also different levels of intelligence. Right. There's street smart, and then there's actual like, it, like I guess being studious, right, and like situational like, awareness when you go smart. outside, and like school realizing school, yeah. situations when you're out in like crowded areas where, oh shit, it might get bad, or trusting yeah. that gut feeling and being able to tap, like, oh, that person, like, this might be actually a dangerous situation to be in if yeah. we do, if we keep doing it the way we're doing it. Exactly. Right? But, so, 